0: Hey, my name is Bill.
1: And my name is Danny. And we are A a
0: Couple couple of Park Hoppers. This week's show takes a dive into SeaWorld Orlando where we had our first experience at their Christmas celebration.
1: We had such a whale of a time, we ended up going two days in a row.
0: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas up next. Let's Let's hop hop to to it! it. What do you think? Most famous
1: of all. We literally had the most unexpectedly best time going to SeaWorld.
0: <laughs> Man, I can't even begin to tell you how amazing SeaWorld's Christmas celebration is. We've said it several times on social media since then. Yes. But I kid you not, we're going to talk to you in this episode about why the SeaWorld Christmas celebration is the best Christmas celebration in Orlando.
1: Yeah, I I love SeaWorld. We all know I love SeaWorld, but I mean, I can't even put into words how amazing this was. But I'm actually, I want to start out with talking about some of the awards that SeaWorld yeah, Orlando has lots won. Lots of awards. Yeah, so I'm just going to list them for you guys. We're not
0: the only ones giving them awards.
1: Yeah, it's not just the Much annual- Much bigger p- entities
0: <laughs> than us, like USA Today.
1: Orlando Senegal, uh you know, IAPA, IAPA, did I say I- that? IAPA. IAPA, uh, Amusement Today, uh, TripAdvisor. Big, big names. Yeah, big names, not just, you know- Park Hoppers Annual Awards,
0: <laughs> so which should be a thing. It should be. We should thing. definitely do that at the end of the year.
1: Ooh, I like that idea. Like
0: we can come up with topics, and we can come up with like different uh, nominees in each category, and we could do some voting. We can maybe do that.
1: Character of the year. Yeah. Parade of the year. Yeah.
0: Character breakfast of the year. <laughs> that kind of thing.
1: Food booth of the year. Yeah. There you go. Or maybe just like cavalcade of the year. Cavalcade of the year. <laughs> yeah.
0: We, can do, we can do something fun like that.
1: Yeah. Okay. we got to put a pin in that one. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm going to just go through each of these. Um, we're not going to talk about them, but I want you guys to hear what they have won. So first off, uh, SeaWorld Orlando was rated the number one best amusement park uh, during for 2021. And that is in all of the United States. That's uh,
0: impressive.
1: Number one best roller coaster for Mako.
0: Ooh, that's now, surprising to me. Yeah, because I like Mako, but I think like, I like Velocicoaster way better.
1: <laughs> well, Velocicoaster also didn't exist at that point, but it, also it, it, I when, would.
0: When is the when is the like the time frame for this voting? Is it 2020 or is it 2021?
1: Uh, that I'm not a hundred percent sure. That one it looks like it was for 2021, and okay. so most likely I would imagine that we would see Velocicoaster added in for you know Maybe the next, next round. Yeah, but I would... Velocicoaster
0: opened in June, so yeah. it's only half the year.
1: But also. Uh, I would say that Mako is probably the closest to Velocicoaster in terms of, like...
0: Thrill. Yeah, thrill. Thrill, yeah.
1: Now, also, number one new attraction for Sesame Street Land.
0: Yeah, Sesame Street Land is awesome!
1: That was absolutely incredible. And I'm not to...
0: even, like, a huge Sesame Street fan, but just walking around, the theming was awesome. The parade was amazing. I can't wait to go back.
1: Oh, I I can't wait to, till we get to talk about that um, when we talk about the Christmas celebration. Hey, did you,
0: you enjoy that parade there, Bert?
1: Oh, I... I loved it, Ernie. Yeah, that
0: was a good uh, Burt impression. <laughs> well done, Danny.
1: Well, thank you. Um, or they were also voted best theme park. So Orlando's best theme park. Wow. And I do want you guys to think about the other theme parks that are here. There's so... a
0: lot of theme parks here, including the Holy Land Experience.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that one's closed. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> we, never, we never got to go.
0: Gatorland. <laughs> Potato Land? <laughs> Gatorland. <laughs> It
1: was voted the number one best marine life park 13 years in a row. Over Gatorland? Over Gatorland. Wow. And then a top 10 amusement park in the U.S. and in the world. Wow. And then these last two are relevant to what we're talking about today. It was voted best park-wide event Christmas celebration. They nailed that one. And then a top 10 event, the Christmas celebration ranked among the top 10 best theme park holiday events. Wow. So, those are lots so. of accolades
0: for SeaWorld Orlando.
1: Yeah. So, I want you guys to kind of go into this knowing like, if you've never been to SeaWorld, there's a lot of amazing things at SeaWorld.
0: And it's so affordable to go. It really the, is. The annual passes for SeaWorld are like crazy cheap. You're almost crazy not to do it.
1: Yeah. There's so many different deals right now. Uh, I know that they have different deals going on for their Blue Friday, yep. which I believe goes through Monday. So Monday the thirty or the 29th. 29th yep. Yeah, Monday the 29th. But, you know, head on over. They have a lot of deals where you can do like a fun card, which basically means that you would get the rest of the year mm-hmm. and then all of next year. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It doesn't include parking, but Sounds there's like a lot of fun. <laughs> it is a fun. There's a reason it's, it's called a, year a fun and a card month full of fun. Yes. But there's all sorts of deals. So. Go check it out, um, but we're going to give you all the reasons why you should be checking it out. Yes. So we're going to go ahead and talk about the SeaWorld Christmas celebration.
0: So much to talk about. We have so many bullet points that we want to touch on because this event just literally blew me away. Like I had no expectations going into it because I'd been to you know Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. I'd seen the Universal Christmas stuff, but I'd never done SeaWorld Christmas, and you had never done SeaWorld Christmas here.
1: I'd never done SeaWorld Christmas In Orlando. here,
0: correct. And so we had really nothing to base this on. And man, both of us, by the end of our first night, blew us away so much that we went back the next day.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, we hadn't really been planning on going to no. SeaWorld. Um, one of my friends, Allison, yeah. was kind enough to give us tickets. Shout and, out to Allison. Yeah, Thank you so much. And you know, we're going to be getting tickets next year, but we're really grateful that we were able to do that because we got to finally... Go check out the Christmas celebration, which you had been hearing, like, you know, chitter-chatter about. Chitter-chatter. Chitter-chatter. Good Good things, right? Oh, yeah. And I knew that SeaWorld had an amazing Christmas celebration, but I also didn't know what Orlando had up its sleeve. And you were
0: hiding it from me this whole time.
1: Oh, no. I told you, sir. You're such a
0: grinch. (laughs)
1: That's not the, that's the other park.
0: Your Shetucket Ridge.
1: I do want to go back and visit that guy. <laughs> He's amazing. Uh, but first off, we decided to go on a Tuesday because we had Tuesday and Wednesday off together. Yes. And so we decided to go on Tuesday night. We got there, I would say around
0: five fifteen, five thirty ish, just before dark.
1: Right. And so. We got there and we had no expectations, had no idea where to go, but it was really easy to make our way around. And I would say first off, from the front of the park to the back of the park to everywhere around the park, every inch of SeaWorld Orlando is decorated for Christmas.
0: Here's the one thing. When I was younger, the one Christmas special that was always near and dear to my heart watching it with my family, watching it with my mom, dad, my sisters, Kelly and Caitlin, my grandparents, was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the old Rankin-Bass claymation, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you know, with Rudolph and Clarice and Hermie the Elf and Abominable Snowman. And the fact that SeaWorld had the rights, the theme park rights, to use the Rankin-Bass characters in their parks automatically made me want to go. Because I knew that if put in the right hands, they were going to knock it out of the park, and that was the one like main thing I really wanted to see. Everything else was just kind of a bonus for me.
1: Right. No. I. And the thing about that is, I, I, fi- I feel like I don't quite remember what they did in San Antonio, because they change it up every year. Um, but right off the bat, as soon as we walked in, yes, we were going to head to Rudolph first. Rudolph's yep. Christmas town. But... You could tell immediately that that entire park was decorated for Christmas. One
0: of the cool parts about, and sort of backing what Danny's ta- talking about here, when you're walking in from the parking lot, you can actually see into the park. Right, and it's not like hidden like the Magic Kingdom, where you can't see any of the Main Street lights from outside of the park. Um, you can't see any of the the Universal stuff from from City Walk or outside of the park, but you can straight up see some of the the inside of SeaWorld when you're walking in from the parking lot through metal gates and you could already tell that the vibe was going to be awesome because you saw so many Christmas lights and so many things going on inside.
1: You could hear the Christmas music from as you were walking up the outside was all decorated. As you were walking in, there were giant Christmas trees yeah. that were actually made out of recycled material. That's really cool. So right off the bat, we were <laughs> we were getting married. They were doing it right. Yeah, they were doing it right. And the first thing we ended up doing was going to Rudolph's Christmas Town. Yes. Now, what is Rudolph's Christmas town? So
0: Rudolph's Christmas town is basically like a little area of the park that is dedicated to the rankin' bass. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer film or TV special, I guess you would call it. Right. Um. And what it is is there's essentially character meet and greets. There's these these giant. Um. They're almost like storybooks. Yeah. The story that that tell the story storyboards. Yes. And they tell the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as it played out in the Rankin Bass special. And then there's different photo ops. And then there's an an amazing store with Rankin Bass stuff at the end. And just walking through there was really neat. You got the the music from the TV special playing in the background. You got to meet Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You got to meet the freaking Bumble. Like, you got to meet yeah. Bumble. Like, how cool is that?
1: <laughs> and I do have to say that the actual characters were so high quality. Oh, my gosh.
0: They were amazing. And they were so true to the TV Characters. Yeah. Like you look at Rudolph and you know, there's so many iterations of Rudolph. There's so many different ways Rudolph's been drawn over the years. Right. But right away you could tell that the Rudolph costume character was from Rankin Bass. Right. And you can tell that Bumble was from Rankin Bass. It was really, really well done.
1: Yeah. And the cool thing about Bumble was also that this sounds so like not important, but I feel like it is important because it allows for a lot more yeah. um You're right. I guess a lot more just... Uh, Realism? Ex- expression. Yeah. And so the uh, Bumble's elbows move. Yeah. And a lot of times when you see these really large characters in different parades and stuff...
0: Like if you see uh, uh, Sully in the, uh, the Hollywood Studios Pixar cavalcade. Or Maui. When he raises his arms, it kind of looks weird. Yeah, because their elbows don't really right. move. Right, so it's like only from their shoulders, and the, and everything else just doesn't move. It just stays locked in one position. Where Bumble really did look like he was just like waving his arms around and moving his fingers, and it, it, it was wild.
1: Yeah, and so it was just such an awesome quality like experience. The first off, the characters, and then the storyboards weren't just storyboards. They were. Yeah. They were interactive. Really, yeah, they were interactive. They were really high quality, like HD. And then there was a button you could hit and it would you would hear kind of a piece of the story yeah
0: and it was basically clips from the show yeah there was there was one where um you hit the button and you could see it in our youtube video com slash a couple of park hoppers we had a whole recap of our two nights at the SeaWorld christmas celebration go check that out and you can see what we're talking about but there's a button uh that we hit first and it was when rudolph's nose lights up and makes that that jarring noise where it's like
1: yeah yeah, Mama.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much because it's just it reminds me of watching that special, and then some. Some of the other soundboards that we got to touch it was, uh, there was like a little button that was right in front that you would touch, and uh, you you'd see him, uh, you'd hear Bumble roar.
1: Look at what he can do! <laughs> yeah, right.
0: That was the last one where he put the star on the on the Christmas tree. Well, um, that wasn't
1: quite the last. Well, one.
0: yeah, the last one that was inside. That's fair. Christmas yes. Town um there was one at the very end outside the store where it was you know the, the ready santa rudolph full power ever, and they lift off and santa goes right. and delivers all the presents um so there was several of those you guys again you can see that on our youtube video of the uh the evenings
1: you can also get a look at all of the merchandise from yeah rudolph the red-nosed reindeer such um,
0: well-made merchandise too
1: yeah and it's not like as expensive no. as I thought it might be. No, definitely not. And I know that there's a couple things that I was looking at getting, but we're going to have to snag it next time we go because we For were, sure. we never made it back to the front because we were having so much fun. But that was the first thing that brought us to SeaWorld because you didn't realize, like you said earlier, that they had the rights to those characters. Nope. And so getting to experience that was really, really cool. Now, the other thing that was, I mean, there's so many things, I can't say the other thing.
0: Yeah, there's but, like 15 more things. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, one thing that was outside of Rudolph's Christmas Town that we didn't know about was that SeaWorld was doing uh, their Christmas celebration, and it's basically like a food festival, but they don't even advertise it as a food festival. So there are 20 booths, 20 is that booths. correct?
0: Absolutely. And we tried a bunch of them because what you can actually do is there is a lanyard that you can purchase. Instead of buying individual items, there's a lanyard that you guys can actually purchase to, uh, to sample all of the uh, or some of the uh, the, the tastings. At the twenty different booths, and they actually have a five-sample lanyard that costs thirty-five dollars, and there's a ten-sample lanyard that costs fifty dollars. But if you're an annual pass holder, you get the same fifty-dollar lanyard, but you get twelve punches instead of ten.
1: Right, which is what we got to do. We did, and uh, the the really cool thing about that is the lanyard, like Bill was saying, has twelve punches on one side. Uh, they scan it, so it's like somewhere in their system yeah, it's like a they barcode. keep track of it. Yep. And then they literally take a hole punch and punch (laughs) your lanyard. Yep. And you can use it everywhere in the park. Now, one thing we didn't use it for was for the hot chocolate booths. Because that was the first thing we did.
0: We didn't realize that there was a lanyard. Like, we kind of went into this blind. We were just going to go... Check it out and see what we see.
1: Well, I think at first we were like, well, I mean, if it's just over in this area, then I don't know if we really want to like drop $50 because maybe we'll have a snack or something. I don't know what we're looking for. But um, there are hot chocolate booths everywhere in the park
0: everywhere and the first night that we went it was like 50 degrees and really windy right so it was, for florida that's very cold yeah so it was definitely a perfect night for hot chocolate
1: oh yeah now you can get your hot chocolate just buy it you know on its As own is. or you can actually get a cup and you can see that on our youtube video which right. we show that and talk about that but you get a hot chocolate mug and
0: uh it's a souvenir refillable mug that is six ninety
1: nine. Yeah, and you get you still get a discount on that if you're an annual pass holder, and then every hot chocolate refill, like normal, just the plain hot chocolate, plain hot chocolate, is ninety nine cents, which is a steal. Yeah, and then for every uh, specialty hot chocolate, you could get a specialty hot chocolate for three ninety nine. And again, all of these things, anything we talk about, unless we note it you get to use any discount you have.
0: Right. And now not every single hot chocolate booth had the specialty hot chocolates, which is basically they throw different things in there and different syrups that that taste different. And uh, some of those specialty hot chocolates include butterscotch, toasted marshmallow, white chocolate, gingerbread, and peppermint-flavored hot chocolates. And if you really want to have a good time and you want to make it jolly, you can add a little uh, fun stuff to the hot chocolate. And uh, you can add Bailey's, you can add Kahlua, you can add peanut butter whiskey or peppermint schnapps. Not all well. together. No, <laughs> I'm sure that'd be one. gross. <laughs> yeah, that would be
1: way too. That would be way too jolly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was. I, I do know that it was five dollars to make your hot chocolate jolly. Correct,
0: and it was three ninety nine for the uh, the specialty flavored hot chocolates.
1: Yeah, and one thing I do want to mention is if you do decide to get a lanyard, uh, you can actually use the lanyard for alcohol as well. Yeah, anything
0: so- that's available at the 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 booths, not the regular quick service restaurants at SeaWorld, right. C- but anything that's available for the holiday booths.
1: Well, a lot. Well, a lot of times people will try to figure out, like, oh, you know, where the you know where drink drinks cheaper or yeah. anything like that. But you know, for this, it's They're included. Definitely cheaper, yeah, for yeah. Sure. So you can use it for that. But um, there were hot chocolate booths everywhere, so those were right in Rudolph's Christmas Town. And we, both nights we were there, we drank hot chocolate because we actually yeah. got to bring our cup back. And could get our chocolates for ninety-nine cents or try the our specialty hot chocolates.
0: And it's a great little cup too. It's got the the Christmas celebration design on it. It's a nice high quality. I'm not even sure. Is it plastic?
1: It's like a plastic, but it's like a double insulated, so your hands don't get hot, and it keeps your hot chocolate warm.
0: If if you guys are familiar with Universal, it's kind of the same materials that they use for their pass holder cups. It's one of those right. like that hard plastic. But almost. it's not
1: that size. That would be a yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no. It's about a twelve ounce cup.
1: Yeah, and it's it it's really like cute. It's the de- the way it's decorated is adorable. And I will say that San Antonio always did that too. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, so did the uh, you know the refillable hot chocolate mugs. So mm-hmm. that's something that I forgot about, but yeah. it's something that the other parks do as well. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that we ate very briefly.
0: We had a lot of stuff.
1: Because uh, first off, we had eight things, yep. and we still have four left. Yoo-hoo. And I, I honestly, I feel like if we end up going to SeaWorld for New Year's Eve, I'm i mean we might right g- we, we might, might e- have to get another one yeah <laughs> and just use it for drinks <laughs> right
0: <laughs> right. that's probably the best way to do so it two of us drinking all night for 50 bucks heck yeah yeah <laughs> i mean
1: yeah if you can that's that would be 12 drinks right that's more than that's enough insane. that's too much um that's
0: cheaper than most bars charge for a beer
1: yeah well fifty dollars for a beer no no like
0: for like four per something per like drink. like per drink yeah. yeah
1: that makes sense well uh the thing is we used eight of our punches. So even with two visits, we didn't use everything. Right. But we're going to talk about some of the things that we tried. So what was the first thing we tried?
0: Uh, I don't know if it was the first thing we tried, but I'm just kind of going down the list here. Um, uh, but there was a booth called Christmas Comforts that had this very delicious comfort food, uh, these options for, uh, like savory items. And, uh, They had uh, three different mac and cheese bowls that you could get, and there's also a traditional turkey Christmas dinner stack, which sounded really good. Um, But we tried the lobster mac and cheese, and we tried the braised short ribs and smoked Gouda mac and cheese. Now, which one did you like better? And I know we talked about it in the video, but some people probably haven't seen the video yet, which you can see at YouTube.com slash a couple of Park Hoppers.
1: I feel like I like the actual mac and cheese better with the lobster. Okay. Um, but then I liked the, as a whole thing, I liked the braised short ribs
0: better. Gotcha. I really, really liked the smoked Gouda mac and cheese. And I think the the saltiness of the braised short ribs really added to that dish. So I would say that I definitely liked that one better. Um, I was curious about the bacon and blue mac and cheese, but I, mean, I know you don't like blue cheese. I do so not like blue we cheese. We didn't end up getting that, but I kind of wanted to try that. Also,
1: scallions always feels like it tastes like grass. (laughs) Like you're eating food and it's like little round green things. Little grass shavings (laughs) in your food. Like how dare you with your scallions. Get your
0: veggies out of my savouriness. But it's
1: not even a veggie. It's It's just like it's like it's just like a decoration that is terrible. Like (laughs) sorry not sorry a
0: decoration that is terrible yes but
1: but i bet it would tasted good if you like uh scallions and if you like blue cheese sure but uh we did try the lobster mac and cheese Uh, which was good the only thing was the way that they were making it is they were uh scooping the mac and cheese from these uh what is it called like the
0: they're almost like cast iron pots
1: right the cast iron pots and then they were putting the topping on top
0: yeah and the lobster was not warm it Mm. was it was chilled so it was kind of it was kind of weird tasting the hot macaroni and cheese and cold lobster.
1: It was very fresh, though. It was
0: yeah. It was, tasted amazing for lobster, but when you have a lobster mac and cheese, you, it's like having that hot and cold contrast was kind of weird.
1: Right, and so we actually got that. We got the braised short ribs once um, on the first night, and then we the second night we got both the both the braised short ribs and the lobster mac and yeah. cheese bowl. So already that put us at three punches. Correct. So what's the next thing we had?
0: The uh, next booth we went to was the Oh Christmasy Food Delights. And we tried the dynamite shrimp, which is served with sambal, aioli, and cucumber slaw. Um, I really, really liked the shrimp in this dish.
1: I really liked the shrimp too. It had a little bit of a kick to it, but it it was delicious.
0: The sauce that was on it was like sweet and spicy almost. But the only thing that I didn't like about this dish is that it was seventy-five percent slaw.
1: Yeah, what I wonder is—and I'm not a huge slaw fan—I wonder if we were to ask them, um, I'd like to try the seared scallops, which is something else at that booth. Yeah, which comes with a mushroom risotto. Mm. Um, I wonder if they would do the shrimp with the risotto. I don't know if they would like mix it up, but not sure. regardless, I would definitely want to try the scallops, but. It's just one of those things where the the shrimp was so good, it was. and the slaw was just a lot of
0: yeah, slaw. yeah. Um, but just kind of circling back to what we were talking about with the lanyard, both the mac and cheese booth and this dynamite shrimp dish were listed on the board at ten ninety nine. Right. And if you went up to those booths and bought that that dish for ten ninety nine, and then you thought about it. Your lanyard, if you're an annual pass holder, it's 12 punches for $50. So that comes up to like four and change. You're essentially saving $6 every time you eat something at one of these booths.
1: Yeah. Well, already the four things we've talked about would have already covered what we spent. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. if we're looking at like, you know...
0: Eight, basically eight free punches.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I wasn't mad about... Everything no. we tried, I wasn't mad about because everything was just so tasty. Mm-hmm. But... um The next thing we tried was the well. I would I wouldn't say the the hot cocoa booth. Well, let's just talk about what we thought about it. Okay. So we did try specialty hot chocolates. Mm -hmm. We did not make them jolly yet.
0: No. (laughs) We we will. We
1: probably will at some point.
0: Peanut butter whiskey sounds interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I
0: love chocolate and peanut butter. I
1: think it just has to be the right mixture.
0: Sure, because I love peppermint schnapps in hot cocoa. I've had that before, and I'm sure Bailey's is wonderful in hot chocolate. I don't think I've had that before, but peanut butter whiskey sounds really interesting to me.
1: Yeah. I've had like the sheepdog peanut butter whiskey. Uh uh, And I do think that it is good. I've I've only had it because one of my friends um, really likes it. And she always says that one is the best one. And so I believe her. But uh, again, we didn't make it jolly, but we tried two different Christmas Cocos. The first one, um, Well, the one I tried was the white chocolate-flavored hot chocolate, and then you tried... Which one? The
0: gingerbread hot chocolate.
1: So uh, what did... Now... I loved it. Now, I do want to say that the hot chocolates, and we didn't show it in the video because it was so, like, warm. It just kind of melted into it. Um, My hot chocolate came with white chocolate, um, like, chips almost on top, like, big flat chips. And then yours came with a little gingerbread man yep, on top of his whipped cream.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> was just floating in there. By the time I drank it, though, he was uh, sunken and soggy.
1: Now, <laughs> yum. <laughs> now, what did you think of your uh, I, I gingerbread? I
0: I absolutely loved it. I love gingerbread flavor. And I never thought that gingerbread and hot chocolate would go together well. But, man, that was really good. Loved it. Yeah, I love the
1: white chocolate. Um, now, I will say that I, unfortunately, the white chocolate, Uh, chips floated to the bottom and i meant to get another hot chocolate to melt the chocolate chips that were at the bottom but then we were just so busy and having so much fun we didn't get to i do think that i would like to try um all of them almost i think i want to try the butterscotch and the peppermint flavored okay
0: yeah i definitely want to do the peppermint for sure um everybody's had toasted marshmallow and hot chocolate so i don't know if i'm gonna end up getting that for I mean, the if, for the extra upcharge.
1: I mean I I feel like it would probably be good. I think it's like actual marshmallows is okay. is what it is. Like big marshmallows. Yeah. So if you're a marshmallow fan, that's definitely one to go to. Sure. Now, you said you probably wouldn't try butterscotch, right?
0: Uh, I'll try it if you get it, but I wouldn't get it I'll personally. Definitely I don't try like it. butterscotch that much.
1: I just don't know what would go well in like if I was to make it jolly, what would be go good with butterscotch?
0: I don't, can you do the jolly with the specialty is that two up charges? I have no idea. Uh
1: I think it would be two up charges so it would be like 5 6 7 so like it'd be $8. Nine, $9, 9 yeah like 899 and then I don't it's I don't but still if you really wanted to sure. you could but yeah. but uh you know the hot cocoa is a definite win oh, yeah. whether it's just the regular Worth one which it. is great or a specialty hot chocolate. Yeah. But we're going to talk about the last four we did. So uh the next one we did was the at sliders that slay love
0: the names of the booths by the
1: s-l-e-i-g-h <laughs> um slay and we got a hot chicken slider and this was crispy chicken apricot serrano glaze and pickles
0: now this was also listed at 10.99 and when they were making it in front of us i'm going to be honest with you guys because i you know you guys listen to us and you trust our opinions and when they were making it i looked at danny and i go there's got to be more than one slider right yeah. And it was not. It was one slider. However, there was two really big pieces of chicken on it. It was like a, a slider you couldn't get your mouth around. And then they had the the apricot and the, the glaze and the pickles. And it was really good. But if I paid for that individually for one slider, I would have not been thrilled about it.
1: Well, like what kind of chicken sandwich costs ten ninety nine? Yeah,
0: especially a small one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming because it says hot chicken slider, not sliders. Right, right um
0: but you would think that
1: and maybe just cuz it was like for a that price, specialty thing maybe uh, but I'm, the chicken
0: was really good the, and i really liked the sauce and the pickles and everything that went with it and i'm just very glad that it only cost us like 4 something on our our lanyard versus 10.99 right. you know i felt a little bit better about that yeah cuz it was really good but it's not worth the the list price
1: right but i mean i think i had turned to you and said well, this is this one is probably the worst one we've had, and, and you, it wasn't bad. And you said, and it's still good. Exactly. So, so I, I mean, again, I wasn't mad about it. So that was the fifth thing we had, mm-hmm. and again, that, guys, this is in no particular order. Um, now the the next booth we went to was we were totting
0: around the Christmas tree with our tachos in our hand. Oh my goodness. We got <laughs> <laughs> we got tachos, and they had. Uh, the basically uh tater tot nachos that you had three options for different kinds of beef that you could put on it or meat i guess uh, where you can get chicken seasoned beef or carnitas which is braised pork like pulled pork um and then you can get shredded cheese sour cream salsa jalapenos whatever else you want it on it
1: yeah tachos make you dance like that yeah. i'm gonna get you tachos every day the christmas tree I'm with gonna...
0: the tachos in my hand i, I would will...
1: I'll get them for you every day if you dance for me like that.
0: I'm going to dance so merrily with the (laughs) tacos in my belly.
1: (laughs) Well, here's the thing, guys. We had these both nights. The first night, we actually ordered carnitas. And, and
0: they were out. Yeah,
1: so we ordered them, and they they <laughs> like you know. Ranks <laughs> the carnitas <out>. were dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm doing the Olaf presents thing. Hashtag the Olaf carnitas presents. were dead. Oh
1: no, <laughs> <laughs> they were. Well, we got up there, and we were like, we got carnitas, and they were like, no, no, and carnitas we, are dead. And they were like, well, what do you want? Do you want beef, uh, sh- like seasoned beef or chicken? And I was like, can we just get like half of half? A half? Beef? Yeah, because I didn't know which one to yeah, get. Might
0: as well try them. Instead of a third, a third, a third.
1: And the girl who was making our our tachos, she put so much salsa on it. I mean, it was a really good salsa, but we were kind of like looked at each other like, oh, okay.
0: I want to go to her house for Christmas because boy, was she generous.
1: Yeah. And then she did like a full serving of chicken, a full serving of beef, and then a ton of cheese.
0: There was so much on this little like boat of tachos that we almost felt like we couldn't eat it without it falling out
1: yeah we just looked at each other like "What? where do we start (laughs) (laughs) and uh and then the second night we had the carnitas which
0: were definitely the best one
1: definitely the best one i will say that between the first night and the second night i i think next time if we have this again yeah i would say that she can or they can put like in between amount of salsa sure yeah because last the first time they put like a lot uh like a whole like canister or whatever <laughs> like of salsa. it felt
0: like a tostitos jar of salsa yeah
1: literally <laughs> and then um and then the cheese yeah. i would say like you know just add that and i would definitely get the carnitas which one was your
0: favorite carnitas 100 was my favorite um the chicken and the beef were decent at best I thought, and it, it, it could have just been the batch that we had, but I thought the chicken was kind of dry. It tasted good, but it was kind of dry, and the seasoned beef tasted like just beef. It didn't really have like a like a taco seasoning to it, yeah, or any sort of seasoning really. I mean, it wasn't like it was just ground beef. They weren't like
1: really taco. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they weren't supposed to taste like. You but they're nacho. They're tachos. I.e. Yeah, that's true, but it should, it
0: should be like seasoned beef. You know? Yeah. Well, um,
1: that brought us to seven. Overall, yeah, and so there was one more thing that we tried, and the Tachos again, winner. We loved those, and there were so many things that we were like, oh, maybe we'll try this, and we're gonna have to go back and try these things. But the last thing that we're gonna talk about, which was actually the first thing we tried after we bought our um, our our lanyard, and well, after we bought our hot chocolates, but then we bought our lanyard, and that was our first punch.
0: And at this booth, we tried. We decided to treat ourselves. At the treat your elf booth, <laughs> treat your elf, and what did we get? We got... <laughs> we're such fat kids. <laughs> when I,
1: when we heard this, we were like, "What? Okay."
0: That sounds so intriguing that I absolutely want to try it. And this was before we even bought our lanyard. The guy at the booth where we got this convinced us to get the lanyard because it was such a good deal.
1: We were like, "Okay," um, we got chocolate dipped bacon <laughs> like i love it like literally we were looking at the booth and i was like huh i like chocolate dipped strawberries i soft pretzels plus chocolate sure yeah. i could get but down I've, but on I've that had it. i don't know if i've had a soft pretzel with the you've chocolate you've never had
0: pretzels and chocolate
1: i feel like it's always like cheese i mean I'm sure i have but nothing like memorable sure but chocolate dipped bacon i don't think i've ever had no at least i an, definitely haven't at least not as a like i've had
0: candied bacon.
1: But I feel like if I have had it, it's been more like, oh, here's like a tiny piece. Not like, I'll take the chocolate dip bacon, (laughs) please.
0: It's like when you go to a buffet and you use the tongs and you pull out like nine pieces of bacon. That's what it was. Yeah. Covered in chocolate.
1: All right. We got to tell the people. What did you think of the chocolate dip bacon?
0: Fantastic. And my favorite part is I'm pretty sure that they used like that that shell stuff that you put on ice cream that that hardens because that like we were talking about, the night was so cold. Um, it wasn't really cold, but it was colder. Um, the, the chocolate underneath the bacon, by the time we were done with it became like a shell on the bottom of our little plate and it could like chop it up and eat it afterwards. Right. So it wasn't just like Hershey syrup or like hot fudge that you put on the bacon. It was like this nice chocolate that, that got hard on it and it was really good.
1: Yeah, and it was just so funny because after we were, like, eating it, I re- I literally turned to you and said, why is this good? <laughs> it's and, and I was crazy. like, do you think it's good? Because I thought I was just, like, losing my mind. And you were like, no, it's really good. I loved it. And we ate the whole, like, we ate the whole serving together. And then uh, we actually got a fork and, you know, dug the chocolate out from the bottom that had yep. hardened at the bottom of the little dish. So... Overall, those were the eight things that we uh, got to try, and there's so much more stuff that we can try. So uh, one thing that I just have to say is people don't realize how good the food at SeaWorld is. Dude,
0: they knock it out of the park. And I've I've only done food festivals at SeaWorld twice, but I did one in San Antonio that was amazing. And then this one here, everything we had was really tasty. So I can't recommend it enough, especially with the lanyard. I mean, come on
1: yeah and a lot of times when you go to theme parks you'll kind of get the like your general like burger your chicken yeah, tenders your hot dog and SeaWorld always has way better food than that so if you go to sea world just know that ahead of time that you know if you're going to eat there there's going to be good food yep all right so now we've talked about that uh that lanyard which again must do if We've said it before. If they offer a lanyard, if a theme park offers a lanyard for a food festival, get it. I'm gonna leave it you guys with that little thought.
0: So let's uh, let's kind of talk, touch on the events that we weren't even able to get to the two nights we were there, but they do offer as part of the Christmas celebration at SeaWorld. Okay. Um, What the first one is over in Sesame Street Land, and it's a it's an entertainment offering called Elmo's Christmas Wish Show. And uh, that's located in the Seaport Theater. And uh, that you can join Cookie Monster, Rosita, Grover, and Zoe as they help Elmo find his Christmas wish. Families are sure to be singing and dancing along while watching this fun holiday show. And next time we go, we should definitely go check that out because it sounds fun, and the other Sesame Street offerings were awesome.
1: Yeah. that w- I mean, I, I definitely want to see that because, you know, everything that we saw blew me away, and so we got to see that before it goes away for the holiday. Uh let's see. So we didn't get to see Elmo's Christmas wish show yet. We didn't get to uh, meet Santa. So there is an opportunity to meet Santa over at Wild Arctic. Uh, You are able to line up outside and then you can go inside and meet Santa. Right. Uh, We did not do that. There seemed to be a little bit of a longer line to meet Santa. There was
0: that night. Yeah, for sure.
1: And honestly, when we were trying to hit everything that just wasn't high on our priority list. But if you are going to SeaWorld, you can go get your pictures with Santa, which is so awesome. Um, So that's another thing that they offer. What else do they
0: offer? Uh, Starting today as of this recording, which is November 28th through December 6th, which is the the Hanukkah schedule, um, you can actually do a menorah lighting in Sesame Street land. Uh, You gather with your friends and family to view the traditional lighting of the menorah in Sesame Street land throughout Hanukkah. And uh, that's a really neat offering that's outside of Christmas, which it kind of covers more people that don't actually celebrate Christmas.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that's really cool because, you know, representation matters. And so being able to see something, you know, if... If you celebrate Hanukkah, that's a really cool thing to be able to see, you know, what you celebrate represented, especially at a theme park.
0: Right. Uh, one thing that we um, did know about, but we weren't able to do it because it only happens earlier in the day, is you can actually public ice skate at SeaWorld and it's it's on the uh, the ice uh, that they have built in front of Bayside Stadium where uh, there's another entertainment offering that we're going to talk about in a little bit but you can actually skate at SeaWorld which in Florida sounds like a pipe dream but <laughs> it's it's actually really cool they they put together this little rink that's right in front of the stadium and during the day you can actually rent ice skates. Um, It it is an additional charge and uh, you have to wear crew length socks and gloves to be able to do it. You can also purchase said items, but you have to rent skates. You cannot bring your own skates. This is really important. If you guys are listening to this and you want to try the public ice skating, you cannot bring your own skates because they will not let you in with blades on your shoes. Yeah. Um they will not let you through the metal detector. They will not let <laughs> you or they will not let your ice skates in, but you can purchase or rentals of ice skates and you can skate at SeaWorld, which is really cool.
1: And the prices start at $15, which is not bad at all. I don't know how much they go up to, but it's probably um, in relation to, you know, the what people want to do so on busier days it might be a little bit more expensive but they do start at 15 dollars. so that's such a cool thing to do especially in orlando
0: yeah who would have thought that we'd be ice skating in orlando florida yeah and on top of that (laughs) outside yeah
1: on top of that you're also surrounded by like on the skating rink there's like christmas trees and Uh like it's just beautifully decorated you don't just have that rink you actually have like a beautiful backdrop to where you're skating and Personally, I would be skating very badly and maybe we'll try it. I'm not sure yet. I'm no, I am don't know how to skate very well. so. But that is one of the offerings that SeaWorld has. Now, I th- have we gone over everything that we didn't get to do? I
0: believe so. There is one other item that I didn't have on my list here, but there is on SeaWorld's website for the Christmas celebration. They do offer what's called the Sounds of the Season Performance Series, which sounds like it's just live music, festive music. That uh, takes place throughout the day uh, from November 12th to January 2nd, the length of the Christmas celebration. And that is at the Nautilus Theater. So definitely go check that out as well. But let's cover the things that we actually did do because they all blew me away.
1: Yeah. So let's go ahead and start with... um one of the things that we just kind of walk by and saw. Uh-huh. There are snow flurries at the waterfront. Love that. So those are kind of like the stores, the water, the stores that are near the water. Yep. They had the snowp going on. Yeah. So uh, it's always always feels a little bit magical when you don't live somewhere where it snows and you kind of get that snow experience with the snowp. Snow
0: <laughs> is magical when you don't have to shovel it or drive in it. Yeah. That's that's my two cents on that. As a, as a Texan
1: who lived in Massachusetts for two years, oh, man, I thought snow was magical and and
0: it's cool to see for five minutes.
1: Snow is more fun when you're surrounded by penguins. <laughs> is my personal that's fair. opinion that's fair. And you know when I was around snow for most of My time at SeaWorld San Antonio, there were always penguins. So when it snowed in Massachusetts and there were no penguins walking around, I was very confused. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, so snow is always a magical addition to your day or snope as we get to experience at SeaWorld Orlando. Uh, What's the next thing you want to talk about? Um, Because I'm excited to talk about all these things. Yeah,
0: (laughs) one thing that you notice right away in the middle of the lagoon at SeaWorld is... What they call the sea of trees and basically out in the water they have these LED Christmas trees that have beautiful lights that change colors and they dance around and there's so many of them plus one giant uh, tree that's part of the sea of trees essentially the centerpiece that is 70 feet tall. And that is like the one tree that's like the center of attention kind of. And there's a bunch of little trees around it that all light up and dance to music all throughout the evening.
1: Yeah. And the cool thing about these trees is they're not just like lit up. They're all do- different colors. Right. They're able to, you know, put different pictures letters yeah. um they dance so it's not just trees on their lagoon i mean i thought they were absolutely stunning and they use them for all sorts of different backdrops so you know they dance to music they're they use them during the fireworks they use them different during during different shows and at some point during the night as long as there's not a show where there's um you know fireworks um, which there are a couple moments during the night where they don't want you walking on the bridge. You can actually walk across the lagoon and have all the trees surround you. That's pretty cool. We didn't get to do that yet, but we will.
0: Yeah, for sure. And the coolest part about the Sea of Trees, like I said, it's all throughout the lagoons and SeaWorld, the way it's set up, basically the entire park is around the lagoon. So everywhere you walk around the lagoon, 360 degrees, you're going to see those Sea of Trees. And that's it's such a nice touch.
1: Yeah, and did you already say how big the... the Biggest tree, yeah, was. 70 feet. 70 feet, that's crazy. It didn't look that big, but also I feel like I have no, like, I really have no. I, when I see a big tree, I'm not like that looks like it's 70 feet, it's just big, so uh-huh. that's pretty impressive.
0: Absolutely. Now, when at SeaWorld, you know, there's amazing attractions and amazing food and all that, but there's also amazing animal shows, and one of the things we made a point to do was to go see orca encounter right and one of the things that i really loved about this because the show itself is incredible it's it's very educational there's a lot of stuff that i never knew that danny's pretty well versed in because of working at SeaWorld for 10 years in san antonio but there's a lot of stuff that i never knew that fascinates me when i watch these shows and watch these trainers do the work with the the beautiful orcas and as amazing as the show is during Christmas time, there was a little bit of Christmas magic sprinkled in at the very end, right? And it was this amazing live entertainment, live music. There was this guy, I, I, and I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't know his name. I wish I knew his name, but boy, can that man rock the heck out of a saxophone! Now, he did he, it before the show, right? And then after the show, him and this other lady who had an angelic voice took us to church
1: oh my goodness so she had this the most soulful like range that i have heard oh. live in a, in a long time we're talking
0: like tiana style like range like right. that, like she sounded like tiana
1: she did and that's that was one of the things that we talked about we were like oh my gosh it sounds like princess tiana is yeah. is you know <laughs> singing after the orca encounter yep and the cool thing about this is the way they started it was the old uh Orca show was a Christmas show, and it was called Miracles. Okay, and as soon as they that walk- makes
0: so much more sense now.
1: <laughs> so as soon she
0: kept talking about miracle, I'm like, okay,
1: miracle, yeah. Well, I'm, we're gonna have to go go back and look at that so you yeah. can see it.
0: YouTube.com/slash/couple of park arbors. You can see some clips.
1: Yes, as you can see the clips of these amazing artists. But um, as soon as they walked in, they had. um you know, figures in, like, the church robes, and then they were carrying candles. Yep. And she kind of started out by singing Miracles, which is the main song from the old Miracles orca show. And uh, it was amazing. And I got, like, emotional because I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't heard this in so long. Like, I grew up hearing that, watching these orca shows. And then all of a sudden she switched it, and, you know, the, the saxophone player came out, and they just absolutely brought the house down. So it it was one of those things that really just lifted your spirit. Oh yeah, in
0: and ended the show on such a high note,
1: right? And you just saw killer whales, <laughs> like, right? Like
0: do they, amazing things.
1: Yeah, you just had an amazing show, and I I, I mean I I can't even explain how cool that was because you left just feeling so uplifted, and you know just the Christmas spirit was. <laughs> has covered you. Yeah,
0: and the first night we went, we didn't shoot anything. We were just kind of taking in the vibe and and seeing what the SeaWorld Christmas is all about. And then we we had so much fun that we came back the next night and shot a bunch of stuff for our YouTube channel. And one of the things I really wanted to make a point to go to again was that Orca Encounter show because of that music at the end was just so powerful.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, I also when once we knew we were getting closer to the orca encounter yeah. show i was kind of like we're mm, over here like do you
0: <laughs> it's it's funny now we're going to kind of open the open the curtain here pay no attention to the man behind the curtain right but what we did the night before we shot a couple of clips at the first night at the orca encounter and we shot a couple of clips of the uh, the music and stuff and what we were literally going to do that night was to go shoot like a pre and post thing as if we were Gonna go watch the show. We're like, hey, we're at Orca Encounters right here. We're gonna go watch this and we're gonna slide it into the YouTube channel, right. YouTube video. And then we were just there and we we're like, you know what? Let's go watch it again because it was so good.
1: And what I do have to mention is we were recording. Like, we we had recorded part of it, and then I heard the beginning of the music, and I just kind of looked at you like...
0: We both nodded, and we went. Yes. <laughs>
1: and you know that I will watch the oh, yeah. Orca Encounter show. I've been watching Killer Whale shows since <clears throat> I was, like, two years old. Yeah. And so they give me all the feels. They're just mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. They're just so well taken care of. You know, they have a, a wonderful life, and seeing the relationship between the trainers and the Orcas... Is unlike anything you will ever see if you've never seen it before, um, but yeah, with the, the extra Christmas pizzazz that they added to the shows was so amazing. Now, um, let's see. I'm trying. I don't know which order because like there's We're so much kind of fun stuff. Um, well, I guess one thing I wanted to mention was something that you don't get a lot at a theme park is a free souvenir. Yeah. Right. And one of the things that SeaWorld did was they actually had a scavenger hunt, and as soon as you walked in, they had little boards everywhere that you could scan a QR code, and it gave you instructions on how to uh, do the scavenger hunt. And one of the things that alerted us to this was that everybody and their entire family had the same SeaWorld beanies on, (laughs) and... Honestly, it, it felt like, hey, I don't think they've got like some kind of crazy sale on beanies. Something's going on. And we did the scavenger hunt the first night, and by the time we got over to the gift shop to get our beanies,
0: they were sold out. I know they were. Uh, there it was said while supplies last, so we had a feeling that you know there was a chance that you wouldn't get the beanie um, that was sponsored by Coca Cola. Um, and we didn't get it the first night. We went to the to the store after we finished the scavenger hunt, and they were out. So it was very and, sad. and it felt very busy that first night too. Yeah, a lot was... busier than the second night we were there. Yeah. Um, but we went back the second night and we uh, we went to the store and showed them that we did the scavenger hunt the night before and sure enough, they had the beanies.
1: Yeah. So we got to have those beanies. So if you notice, uh, red and white beanies that we're wearing in our video on YouTube go- dot com slash a couple of park hoppers
0: and the photo that Danny posted on Instagram of yes. us
1: those are the ones that we got from SeaWorld. So we got these really cool souvenirs. So uh, I thought that was so cool that we got to go there. And even though we bought souvenirs, that was just a really fun thing to have. And, you know, next year when it gets cold and it's not humid in 90, yeah, we can pull out our SeaWorld beanies and be able to wear those for Christmas again.
0: I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, another thing I'm really looking forward to watching again is the Winter Wonderland on Ice show at SeaWorld Orlando and we were talking about the public figure sk- the public skating for you know anybody who wants to go skate at SeaWorld during the day um, on that same rink in front of the stadium there um, it they had this show and again it was called Winter Wonderland on Ice
1: at Bayside at Stadium At Bayside
0: Stadium thank you and I kid you not guys I felt like I was watching an Olympic level figure skating show that had so many amazing costumes and music and the lights in on, on the lagoon were dancing around and there was pyro and it was an incredible incredible experience and they do that twice a night.
1: Yeah, so they you know they had those the pyro there were christmas trees that danced and yeah. actually the sea of trees which was the backdrop of the show right. did, danced along with the show.
0: Oh, it was so well put together.
1: Um and the music they used was amazing. I mean, one thing that I just found it for me absolutely wild was the fact that a 30 minute ice show was just something that was, was there, there
0: and it's offered at no extra charge.
1: Yeah, that I mean, that's something that I feel like you know, if you go to like an ice skating show, you pay you pay extra for. Yep, and they were. I just I'm much better than expected yeah and not that we were expecting them to not be good but they absolutely blew us away from their talent from the high caliber of the costumes and just overall the show that they put on was Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible and one thing that um, I do want to not forget is there was a violin player yes before, yes
0: <laughs> before the show Dude, the live music at this whole SeaWorld event is amazing
1: oh my gosh this guy was just jamming out um it was so funny because if you are on tiktok there's a guy who likes to do tiktoks about his kids in 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 <laughs> School, yeah. yeah, and he, so he's always asking him like, "Why are you up?" <laughs> and he he just kind of like teases it how kids say a lot of you random stuff. Yeah, you have to see it. Just look up "Why are you up?" on TikTok. But um, I promise you'll find it. But he looked like him and Adam Cole and Drew McIntyre We're all combined. Wrestlers. Yeah, all of a sudden they combined and became some like insane violinist, right? And that guy was like putting on a show. He oh. had like sparkly shoes. He had and the stage presence. He had like wizard. he had like the, <laughs> the, the the sway going back and forth. Yep. He was like you know feeding off the audience and interacting with the audience. Next I'm, time
0: we go, we're gonna have to remem- remember to get the names of these folks. I don't know if they give the names of the people at the Orca Encounter show.
1: I don't. But Remember? they definitely
0: give the name of the guy at the the Winter Wonderland show.
1: Well, it was one of those things where we were like, okay, what's going on? And then they say his name and you're like, cool. And then you're like, whoa.
0: This dude brings the house down.
1: Yeah. He like, it was just absolutely incredible. So on top of, first off, having this absolutely like just incredible winter wonderland on ice extravaganza you also got a violin performance before then um and it was all christmas music so you're just you know feeling the christmas spirit all through the night
0: yeah real quick i actually do have the video handy we can play a little clip for you guys uh right here Just jamming out playing Oh Holy Night.
1: Yeah, and I feel like even that clip doesn't do it justice because no. he was also playing to a to background music, right? Right,
0: yeah. There's background music that he's doing violin over, which sounds amazing together.
1: Right, and I mean, overall, it was just absolutely incredible. Also, if you have a higher level pass, um, you can actually have better seating to some of these shows. Yeah. So you'd have to go on SeaWorld's website to find out exactly how that works. But all of the, uh, a lot of the front rows were saved for people with the higher passes, platinum so that's,
0: passes and VIP and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, which is an awesome perk. Now, after the Winter Wonderland on Ice, uh, there was actually something that happened right after that, and it was literally the show ended at ten o'clock and the fireworks show started immediately at 10 o'clock. And that was the Holiday Reflections Fireworks and Fountains finale.
0: And this show was much better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be just kind of random fireworks, but in tune with the Sea of Trees and the giant 70-foot tree that's part of the Sea of Trees, um, plus the fireworks. And there was music from Home Alone and uh, Polar Express and other holiday favorites. And the the fireworks were synced to the music, which was amazing.
1: And the Sea of Trees was dancing with the fireworks show.
0: And the coolest part is that you watch the Winter Wonderland show and then literally 30 seconds after that ended, the fireworks were like, they were like, and now here's the fireworks. Yay! You <laughs> thought like- you were
1: done, but no, you get more <laughs> entertainment.
0: <laughs> it was crazy. Um, so this, it was a wonderful, like, 35-minute experience between the Winter Wonderland ice show and the fireworks. Because the fireworks were only, like, five or six minutes after the end was of the it show. really? Yeah, it was short.
1: I couldn't remember how long they were. We but took
0: I... two clips. It was, like, four minutes and a minute and a half, something like that.
1: OK, yeah. I mean, it was just a good kickoff to the end of the night. It was and, awesome. And this was at 10 o'clock, right at park close. Right. Now, um, one thing I, I wanted to mention is you said it was much better than you thought it was going to be. Yeah. I feel like when you are used to going to Disney, um, Disney fireworks or everything else like your local town celebration kind of a thing that that's not something that you expect to you you don't expect to see something that is that high quality. No. And the thing about that is SeaWorld absolutely knocked it out of the park with their fireworks show and they do the same thing in San Antonio. Oh, you know, we've gone to SeaWorld for New Year's and for different celebrations and SeaWorld always does fireworks. Um, just absolutely incredibly. So I'm really excited that you enjoyed it.
0: I did. And I love that music. Anything John Williams, I'm all in on. And he does the Home Alone soundtrack. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, God, I love this. And I love the Polar Express music and everything else that they played. Um, and that set to fireworks with dancing Christmas lights and trees. And it was just, it was majestic.
1: The last thing that we're going to talk about before we kind of wrap up our thoughts about the uh, Christmas experience at SeaWorld Orlando is Sesame Street Land. <laughs> and first off, I do want to mention, because I didn't realize when it opened, it actually just opened in March of 2019. To, really? Yeah, to celebrate the series' 50th birthday.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool.
1: So I didn't realize that. I didn't know how long I it had it was been there. I thought
0: it was longer ago. I didn't realize it was that recent.
1: Yeah, so it, it was fairly recently that uh, Sesame Street Land opened. And if you want to know exactly what Sesame Street Land is, it's exactly what it sounds like. You go to Star Wars land, you go to Toy Story land like at Disney. Well, SeaWorld has Sesame Street land where you can literally walk directly onto Sesame Street.
0: Uh, you don't even have to tell me how to get to how to get to get Sesame Street. <laughs> you can literally just walk there. It's at SeaWorld. Well,
1: I'll tell you how to get there. You go oh. to SeaWorld Orlando. Oh, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> but guys, this is literally like walking into the
0: TV show. <laughs> it's wild how cool the sets are.
1: And we didn't even get to experience half of oh, what no. they had there.
0: We're going to go back and just check out Sesame Street Land.
1: I mean, granted, there were a lot of rides that obviously are meant for children sure. and I don't think made for adult sized humans. We'll go
0: on whatever we can go on.
1: We'll go on whatever we can go on. And we're going to try to meet some of the characters. Yes. But however, uh, I want to talk about what we did get to see. So we got to see The uh, Sesame Street Christmas Parade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, you got that right. Here's the thing we saw it briefly the first night we went. We were watching from like further away, and I was just geeking out because (laughs) I I feel like we grew up watching Sesame Street. For sure. It was just kind of like a part of the learning experience as. Like, I mean, just growing up. I
0: mean, who didn't know Big Bird, Burt Ernie, Elmo, uh, Oscar the Grouch, Grover? Who didn't know those guys? Yeah,
1: one of my favorite books as a kid, like when I was really little, was there's a monster at the end of this book
0: Cookie Monster with,
1: with Grover. Cookie. And, and the thing was, you get to see all of these characters in this parade. And this isn't, I don't know how to say this without it sounding kind of strange. The only other time I've seen Sesame Street characters not on TV is in New York City.
0: In Times Square? In Times Square. <laughs> so. And those are not Henson licensed. No.
1: <laughs> the ones who have to stay in the box and like demand your money yeah. for a photo. And
0: they follow you down the street until you give them a dollar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I mean, there's probably other times that... I know in our local mall, like different characters used to come visit and have photo experiences. But yeah. I can't... like I, I don't really remember one off the top of my head at this moment. But... This was literally like the TV cracked open and all of the characters spilled out onto Sesame Street.
0: When that parade started, it was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) When we stood there watching it, Danny and I watched it from different spots and shot footage. And uh, you can see Danny's footage is amazing.
1: Your footage is amazing, too. And and
0: your footage is in our our recap video from the the SeaWorld uh, Christmas experience, and mine was just like a one-shot POV uh, that's also up on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers, that you can see the entire parade from one spot.
1: One thing I didn't realize when you were recording was that the camera was on me recording (laughs) and (laughs) freaking out. So... As soon as the parade started, first off, the absolutely most catchy song oh I've ever gosh. heard. Like
0: and it's not the one that's playing right now. You have to watch no, the video to hear it because I can't find it anywhere.
1: Yeah, it is so good and so catchy, and it just—I I, mean—it just made you feel happy hearing that song. And uh, and and then as soon as the song started, you heard Big Bird's voice and big bird walked out from behind the scenes and started dancing down sesame oh, street and not God. like
0: it was surreal
1: and not like oh that kind of looks like big bird like big bird yeah
0: no straight up big bird
1: like dressed for christmas feathers dancing like, around hot off the
0: set big bird
1: oh my gosh <laughs> i like I, but the thing is i'm not like i don't see big bird ever outside of no, the tv ever like i i just or maybe like the macy's thanksgiving Parade. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. like the only other time you see Again, that it's on tv yeah exactly um so you had all of the characters you had big bird grover elmo um a bunch of the ones i don't n- know yeah um burton Bert ernie cookie. Cook, cookie monster um oscar the grouch was my personal favorite
0: the only one that i was glaringly missing for me was snuffleupagus <laughs>
1: I would. And have, I love
0: Snuffleupagus. Stop!
1: I would have just laid down and cried around, like with all the children just <laughs> cheering around me. Um, but it was so cool, and the best part about it was it wasn't so crazy busy there. Right. So right. there were two parades. Apparently, the first one was like very, very busy. Um, and I guess the the later one is they. You know, parents don't want to take their kid to a later Sesame Street parade because some of those kids have to. Go to bed. Right. So there, it wasn't too, too crowded. So even during the parade, I was able to, like, run around and get different photos and videos. And you were doing just the straight shot. Right. But it was so, so amazing. And the fact that this parade is just, like, there is absolutely unreal to me.
0: One of the coolest parts about this parade, too, is that it wasn't necessarily, like, every other parade where, like, you wave at the characters and they just go. This like they they stretched the entire parade route with all these characters and the floats. Right. And then they stopped and they basically did a performance for six or seven minutes.
1: And it, it also uh stopped for I know you said the entire parade route, but literally the entire parade route is covered by floats. So right. no matter it's where it's not long. Well, no matter where you stand, you got a good shot at whatever was happening in, in on, front of you. on Sesame
0: Street. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and then I would I would call it maybe like a street party, a Sesame Street it, party. Yeah, perfect.
0: That's a great way to describe it. It's a street party.
1: And they had dancers. The dancers were amazing. I mean, the characters, again, I can't even express enough how much it looked like somebody just like cracked open yeah. the TV and let the characters walk outside.
0: And shout out to those dancers too because they looked like they were having a hell of a time.
1: They were making us have a great time. Yeah,
0: like just the, the dance moves and the smiling and they, they all looked like they were having a great time. And it was, you know, shout out to them. It was a wonderful experience.
1: Yeah, and the fact that that was is part of the Christmas offerings. I don't care if you're not a big fan of Sesame Street. Um, I don't know why anybody wouldn't be a yeah, big fan. Right? But like, also,
0: you're just an Oscar the Grouch. If
1: you used to enjoy Sesame Street, or if you have kids, no matter who you are, this parade will just make you feel happy. It
0: tickled my fancy.
1: <laughs> tickled your fancies. Yes, I,
0: I enjoyed it very much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know how to do the Elmo giggle.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to do it either. Uh, I'm not going to attempt either. Yeah, well, <laughs>
1: my attempt was bad cookie. enough. Oh my gosh, Cookie Monster. Be very happy. In his cookie float. Yeah. And then Oscar the Grouch in his <laughs> giant garbage can, his trash can. It was lit up. And also the fact that he was just like, I don't know, roasting everybody? Yeah, right. Why are you here?
0: <laughs> my my favorite comment was, you can hear him go, uh, this parade is longer than the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's just so amazing. But, like, overall, um, you know, Sesame Street was also decorated, too. They had uh, trees that were decorated for Christmas, but yep. Sesame Street-themed. Mm-hmm. Every light post was decorated for Christmas. I mean... I want to go back and see what the offerings are now and then also later on... After Christmas. After Christmas when they're kind of just back to a normal uh, Sesame Street <laughs> offering, yeah. I guess. Uh, I, I want to see like that parade. There's just so many cool things and if... I I can't recommend enough. If you have kids who are fans of Sesame Street, you must go to SeaWorld Orlando. uh, That
0: that is an absolute must if they like Sesame Street.
1: Uh, Especially if you're here in Orlando. There's also a place called Sesame Place, which is a whole park of Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. But we haven't been there yet, so we can't really speak about it. But just so you know, it does exist. Well, overall, what are your final thoughts about the SeaWorld Orlando Christmas celebration? This was
0: a very solid, you know... Times New Roman, font size 72, bold face, underline, italics, A. It was an A. It was awesome. Everything about this was awesome. We just spent an hour and six minutes talking about how awesome this was, and that's for good reason.
1: Yeah, I think that the fact that we started this show talking about the awards and then talking about all of the reasons why it is deserved and then some... Uh, I hope that you guys, when you hear this, you either want to come visit this year or in the future, plan to make sure you go to SeaWorld Orlando for the Christmas celebration. And a lot of times when it comes to SeaWorld, people just think it is things like dolphins and you know, orcas and it absolutely is. But the other offerings on top of that, so much more. You've got rides, you've got shows, you've got um, animal encounters. I mean, all the things you get when you go to SeaWorld, are just, they're endless. There's something for everybody. And they do such a fantastic job. I I just, I can't say enough good things. Spare no expense. They they spare no expense. (laughs) And they do it at such a high quality It's absolutely impressive. And actually, we're talking about doing New Year's Eve at SeaWorld this year.
0: And apparently they are doing a really fun New Year's Eve celebration. According to SeaWorld's website, it says, embrace our connection to the sea, marine life, and the world as we share and ring in the new year SeaWorld style. We're giving 2022 a wondrous welcome with bold fireworks, festive entertainment, and more. Um, So we're thinking about possibly going to sea, what SeaWorld Orlando <laughs> and New Year's Eve is all about. Because we've done Epcot before and we talked about maybe doing that again. But after going to the the two nights of the SeaWorld Christmas celebration, I am all but convinced that we should go on New Year's Eve.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, we'll keep you guys updated what we decide to do. But overall, we are definitely gonna be going back to SeaWorld for Christmas. And I'm just so excited that we had just such an amazing time at SeaWorld Orlando.
0: Yeah um can't recommend it enough guys a a solid a like amazing a for amazing they knocked it out of the park can't recommend it enough it is so affordable to get your SeaWorld passes and even one day tickets are very affordable especially right now with their black friday sale head to seaworld.com and get that uh get yourself a ticket to at least experience this christmas event once for sure so can't recommend it enough an a from me an a from danny and um Definitely go check out SeaWorld's Christmas Celebration.
1: Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms.
0: Be sure to follow at Park Hopper's show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join nearly 30,000 people following us on TikTok.
1: Head over to youtube.com/slash/a couple of park and subscribe to our ever-growing channel for theme park videos
0: and more. For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of park And
1: until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks.
0: parks.